0: Well, we got some slow burns that have some big, exciting climaxes this week. That's what she said. Because we're talking ding movies. <laughs> we're talking The Power of the Dog and The Last Duel. So, to us brothers, Romulus and Ramus, and the wolf who raised us, Bronco Bill El Ube.
1: Nothing prevents a woman from being loved by two men. Or a man from being loved by two women. everybody and welcome to this week's episode of how'd you like that movie uh we're into the fourth episode of our best of 2021 and we're still going head to head with films i guess you could say that we're dueling but it sure as heck won't be the last duel anyway scott you did the power of the dog take us away
0: i just want to know like how long did it take you to come up with that
1: one week like,
0: <laughs> <literally>, <laughs> you're like the minute that we got movies you'd be like i got now, th- this is actually going to tie into to what I'm going to say. Um, so going into this film, Power of the Dog, um, I wasn't well-versed in the Jane Champion like filmography. I think I've only really seen her two of her movies. One was In the Cut, and the other one was The Piano, which I think we had to watch for high school or something. Um, so I couldn't really recall any of those plots either. And... Now, with her new film, which I almost guarantee is going to be winning all the awards this year, uh, it did two things that put a smile on my face, Chris.
1: What's that? One of them
0: them is when the dialogue says the name of the movie, because just working in the power of the dog into a Western that doesn't really feature any dogs just puts a fucking smirk on my are you face even about, though
1: are you talking about the end when they read the psalm or whatever yeah yeah, 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 yeah. it's just
0: a, like it's where the title of the movie comes the, from the but, whole movie you know, you're like d-
1: where the fuck is the dog there are no like, dogs in this movie uh, I,
0: I thought man i thought this was gonna be like lassie and fucking cumberbatch was gonna like fall in a pit and something was gonna song. come
1: it's the p- p- power of the dog oh that that's the third <laughs> thing is
0: when <laughs> that's the third thing is when uh you know there's a song of the movie title yes. uh the second thing is even though this was a super fucking slow burn of a movie uh it actually got me intrigued to see what would happen after the credits roll like what was the what like what's the next chapter for these characters um i think it
1: wait there was an end of credit that. sequence
0: no no like it's not a fucking marvel movie
1: well, that's what I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like i actually went and watched it too i was like holy shit that there the, was this huge plot point that happened at the end of the credits that i just turned off or what what do you mean that? no no
0: it's like it, it got me intrigued to see like these characters like what the rest of after this movie ended like what was the like what happened to Kristen Dusts rose and cody mcphee's peter i'm pretty sure this Uh, was
1: a fictitious like a fiction story fictitious story
0: yes but i'm saying i was i was um what's the word involved with these characters at the end it's it's based on a book right i think so yeah. yeah yeah like an old old yes by thomas savage but, but so you watched this too then right you hold, just on, hold on hold
1: on so you you is there any more to that statement about uh, no no i'm just I, I, you I'll were just like super Justin. enthralled with these characters that you were like i need more more more
0: but i, I just want you said you watched it
1: right i did watch it
0: now did you watch the trailer before watching this
1: uh i would have watched the netflix trailer yeah, like, same you know how hair. it like auto plays or whatever
0: yeah, same here. And that trailer has nothing to do with this movie. It like does not... it cut, it, it cuts that trailer like it's, you know, like, like a uh, Jesse plus. Yeah, well, that and like Jesse, uh, Jesse. Um, oh my God, I'm having a brain fart on Is his it last Plunkman
1: name. Plunkman or Plunkman or Pullman Ple- or Plemons. Plemons? Jesse I hate Plemons. That guy Anyway, so
0: hey, he was the lead actor of
1: uh,
0: of Judas and the Black Messiah
1: a whole movie of a black activist but he's 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 the lead anyway well, ahead. Oh, so- oh, oh,
0: when the two lead actors are both nominated for best supporting right yeah. that, that would only be him the leader right?
1: how do you say that there's systemic racism without saying it
0: <laughs> but um yeah like i it the trailer made me think like this like he his character was like this like wife abuser and shit like that and the son was going to better to cover batch to, you know, make him a man and try to save his wife. Yeah. At no point is that at that, all. That doesn't resentful. happen
1: at all. I mean, I guess yeah. one could argue there was some man making, uh, but not in that context. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, like this, if I had to say this, this is like, broke back before the mountain they were just looking at the mountain the whole time right <laughs> he was just looking at a mountain he never actually got to go it's on so the true mountain, All right? did,
1: they looked at that fucking mountain so much and then they didn't get it their backs broken so there was no actual breaking of backs made there was no breaking of backs made there was no breaking of backs in the making of this movie um <laughs> but there could have there could have been i thought there was gonna be um so do you, can i comment on this film for a bit
0: yeah yeah go ahead
1: okay you know, so it's not
0: it's not our podcast without you taking over yeah i movie. mean go like ahead. I,
1: I said it as i said in the kind of the lead up that, that we didn't record you know it's the chris show featuring scott occasionally um so yeah jane champion Champ- champion uh champion campion um she's got an oscar win and a nod for the piano which i've never seen uh i did see holy smoke which she worked with harvey keitel again uh he's in the piano obviously um the dop is ari wagner so you know what else ari did fucking zola boom the dop on zola and that fucking movie is tearing it up like the independent spirit awards and the gotham awards so i just want to throw that in there fucking hashtag fucking zola um anyway this is gonna be a chris
0: heritage minute
1: (laughs) (laughs) a zola heritage minute (laughs) strippers um So this won the silver line for directing at the Venice Film Festival and it came. Okay. I'm going to stick on that for a sec. So it won the silver line for best directing three quarters of the way through this fucking movie. I'm like, what is fucking going on in this film? Like, and and again, my, my uh, definition of good directing is execution, right? Storytelling. The director is the storyteller. You can have great acting kind of here and there. And there was, there's definitely some solid acting in this film. There's really great cinematography, but it does until the last fucking like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. This thing does not hang together. Like the whole opening where like there's all the animosity between the brothers. Like Cumberbatch is like he's a dick, but like not in like the good kind of rugged way. I'm just like just being a dick, like kind of the way I'm a dick. Like I'm just like an asshole yeah, sometimes, I'm just because. I'm, like
0: I'm just waiting for you to start calling me fatso all the time. Yeah, it was just hey, like fatso. what the
1: fuck? Like what is going on here? Like. And then
0: they sleep together in the same room, which makes no sense to me.
1: Yeah, it's... it's, And again, like, you know, we find out, you know, spoiler alert, you know, Kirsten Dunst's character is like an alcoholic, but like, she's just kind of like falling apart all the time in like crying and you don't know why. And it doesn't... Like, again, she's at that like dinner party at the house and she's just like half fucking weepy. I'm like, what? What the fuck is going on here? It's like, I don't know if something got left on the cutting room floor or or whatever, but Well,
0: she like her story like she didn't start off an alcoholic she became one because the ranching life wasn't for her and she just didn't want to be alone and then she had jesse plug plugman's on top of her half the time and she was like fuck i need some drinks
1: which is funny because that's her actual husband in real life that's Kristen dunn's actual husband (laughs) exactly like Um,
0: like listen in a covid world when i'm working at home and my wife's working at home and we're constantly at home yeah. Right. Not you good for the that relationship.
1: Break. Um yeah. and Cumberbatch, I mean, he 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 does a solid job. He's a solid actor. I'm sorry, I still don't take him as like tough guy. Tough guy, rancher guy. Like he just that he never he never convinced me that he was like the tough guy. For and you can you can like, you know, I know he went all indie. He showed his pee-pee. So that's like very arty, put mud on his body. Like the critics yeah. are loving this fucking film, and I'm like why like and i like i'm the like critic indie guy and i'm like yeah it looks really pretty there's some decent acting it's not well directed i don't know what the fuck i think because it deals with like closeted you know gay subject matter and stuff it's getting and i I know this is going to be a controversial statement but like it's getting more props because of that and it's like you still got to direct a fucking story properly well
0: i think i think in terms of the awards this season he he's gonna win
1: and i just want so i want to confirm you're saying that he's gonna win the oscar for best actor and unless something comes out after I, i don't
0: i don't even think i think it's more of like they're gonna put it in for this movie but if you just look at the body of work that he got released this year alone right you got the manchurian which he did amazing in he did uh the courier which he did amazing in there's the adventures of lewis yeah yeah, yeah, i don't remember that one amazing and then you got this one and then like rounding out the year with spider-man they're just gonna be like 2021's the year of cumberbatch bitch
1: we're bringing cumberbatch uh did you like this movie
0: no not not in the least (laughs) um because i thought this was gonna
1: be one of those ones where you came out and you were like that is the best piece of cinema I ever fucking made. No, And I was going to have to be the guy on the other side being like, are you fucking stupid? Like, how did that happen?
0: See, the thing that um, I was saying before, like what got me intrigued with what would happen with the characters um, after was like, spoiler, like to me, what I saw was, yes, you saw the beginning of an alcoholic uh, with christian dunce and i'm pretty sure there's a scene there that kind of suggests a little bit of um incest with her and her son too
1: i don't know if incest what... but more like overbearing mom or overly well
0: there's the part where she's like super drunk and he's just standing there and she's like coming like putting her arms around him and he's like no not like this no
1: Right. Wow, you, yeah, I, I mean, I, I missed that part, so you must but, have been paying way more attention than I was. So,
0: but I also think with um, Cody Smith McPhee,
1: he did a great job, his, by the way. Like his acting, yeah. was, it was was great.
0: And I think his character was technically you're you're literally watching the beginning of a serial killer.
1: What? No, no, yes. I didn't get one hundred percent. He's going to be a doctor. He's going to be a surgeon. He,
0: he's he's going to be a fucking serial killer. <laughs> First, he's chopping up the bunny. Like, he grabs the bunny. He's chopping gun- it up.
1: He's fucking oh, dissecting he- it and taking notes as yeah, a
0: surgeon. On one. how to fucking kill something. Right? <laughs> like, how do serial killers start? They start with rabbits.
1: Yeah, but they don't cats, They don't start like that in, a, like, a meticulous fucking...
0: Well, in the fucking 1800s, they did. Because <laughs> then he, they can so be like, what? I'm just well, no,
1: Hold on. Okay, so he kills a rabbit and...
0: K- kills Cumberbatch.
1: Yeah, that don't you don't think that was deserving? That's not really serial killer-esque.
0: No, it wasn't deserving. Was and I'm pretty sure he killed his father.
1: Oh, his father committed suicide.
0: No, no, it, he made it look like a suicide. Because <laughs> when he's talking to Coverpatch about his dad, he was like, Yeah, my dad kept on saying how strong I was and how how this, and Coverbatch just starts making fun of him about it. Like, he's strong. Okay. But like you saw it in his face, like, yeah, I proved it.
1: Yeah. Right? All right, uh, I, I tell I, you right I, now, one hundred percent fucking killer. disagree with you. Um, that ending, and I don't want to talk too much about the ending. That ending's dope, though, right? That was a cool ending.
0: Oh, uh, the way they
1: made it, yeah, like, yeah, yeah,
0: super sexual. I,
1: like... No, no, I, I just meant the way certain characters were dispatched. I don't know, I didn't, yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't intrigued but... by the super sexual component. I just thought that the ending, the way they dealt with that, was kind of cool.
0: Well, that um but what i was saying like to me i found it like everything was about like closeted stuff right like even when he's making that rope it was like making sure it was tied making sure he rubs it against his crotch and shit
1: <laughs> that's what i mean i think that the, the critics are just like oh this is so powerful and it's like uh it felt a bit like overdone in that respect you know what i mean See, like
0: I'm going to go, you know, uh, this is two for two where I'm going to quote a wise man in terms of editing. But let me tell you, I could have I could have gone for five minutes less of Cumberbatch with Silk. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I don't understand why I watched 10 minutes of it. <laughs> Just him rubbing a fucking silk shirt Honestly, everywhere. You,
1: I feel like you could turn this movie on at about the last 30, 45 minute mark watch it from there and it would make just as much sense as if you watched the whole fucking movie like sure you're not. like oh these characters don't really like each other oh and now there's an ending because all the lead-up made fucking no real like storytelling like sense to it it didn't cry to any continuity didn't hang anything together i was just like yeah i could i kept checking the time not because it just felt long but i wanted to be like okay so I wanted to know when the story started to make any really relevant sense, like the interactions between these characters. And I just kept it. Yeah, like it was 30 the same, minutes, I, I, an hour, hour and a half. Okay, here we yeah, go. Yeah,
0: I think I was, yeah, I think I was, in, I, I was like just clicking on my remote, just, and so to see the, like the time at the bottom, right? Like how much has elapsed, how most people are probably doing on our podcast right now. But, <laughs> 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 but I, uh, and then I think it was like an hour and 20 minutes in. I still saw that there was an hour and something left. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I'm like, the kid just came to the ranch now. I'm like, where the fuck has this kid been <laughs>
1: this whole time? Um, yeah, man. Uh, honestly, I am not recommending anybody watch this movie, except for the end. Seriously. Like, I'm literally being like, it's on Netflix. Go to the 30 minute mark or the last 30 minutes or the last 45 minutes. Watch it from there. You'll be good
0: yeah i I agree this like this is gonna be well us and well with today's theme, this is what I was gonna do for our intro, but I chose something else more sexy like just looking at your eyes but uh yeah, this film and the last duel barack obama's top 10 list fucking, right
1: barack obama doesn't know fucking anything about fucking movies okay he's got uh, he's got Macbeth doesn't he on have there. a production care. company yeah, that's that great fucking he fucking makes movies he, well his production company makes movies it doesn't mean that he knows fuck all about movies he's got Macbeth on there what is it the la- um what's the actual title of the Macbeth film
0: the Last Tragedy of Macbeth. Yeah,
1: which doesn't even which hasn't even war. fucking come out yet. He's just like, you, oh, you don't geez, think th- this is a movie think, that should be on my list because I'm fucking Barack Obama. Fuck, fuck off, Brock.
0: Listen, you you don't think that you know?
1: I don't want as, more talk wh- with Barack. Wh-
0: one. I'm pretty sure he is on the Academy to vote.
1: How could he be on the Academy to vote already? Cause
0: he has a fucking, he has a fucking production company.
1: That's not the way the Academy is, like you gotta be like in the industry for a while. You like, it's a very small pool of people considering how big, like you don't just like start, start a production company and they're like, Oh, here you go. Vote on the Academy Awards.
0: No, I, I, I don't, I don't want to do this. Uh, cause I'm not 100% sure. But have you ever heard of a writer named Kurt Busseck? No. He writes comic books. Okay. Um, very, very good comic books back in the eighties and nineties. He gets screeners for production companies to vote on the Academy. I don't know how he does it, but I follow him on Twitter, and he sends like he takes the snapshots of the pictures. Like, oh, I just got this screener to vote on. I just got this one to watch. And I don't mm-hmm. think he's ever written or made anything for a movie
1: okay well, i think we'll, he's just we'll, part of him. we'll have to we'll have to look into that um and moving on um so
0: so R- R- ramish on me all about the last duel.
1: yeah 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 look at you making the kurosawa reference um okay so i complained about the house of gucci it's good to see that ridley scott can still fucking make it happen when he needs to the last duel is fucking fantastic it is great. So
0: are you saying that's why he's pissed off at millennials? Because they are liking the House of Gucci and he's like, fuck the last duel was the one. <laughs> he's like, I brought Matt Fleck back. I brought Matt Fleck back.
1: Um, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's the first time they've worked on a film together since Goodwill Hunting or whatever, right? So, um, so okay, I got uh Lee Greenblatt from Entertainment Weekly had this to say about the last duel. Scott. That's uh, Ridley, not Vega. Uh, Scott manages to fill in the finer brushstrokes of all those characters and still fit in the kind of bravava action set pieces he's known for. The fight scenes are breathlessly, bone-crushingly beautiful. Or brutal, sorry. I also think they were brutally beautiful. Fuck-an... Are you sure he's
0: not talking about me? Because that fucking sounds like a major <laughs> description
1: Man, of me. Man, just like...
0: <laughs> Especially the bone-crushingly beautiful.
1: Uh, I mean... This, this, the, 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 I would say that this is, if you like took the movie Gladiator and Elizabeth, like the period, you know, the drama of a period, a proper period piece and Gladiator's like just fucking insane fight choreography. Cause again, he has big battle piece like big set piece battles. And of course he has like the duel. And so he has like single, single combat. Oh, it's so good. Like I said, the fight scenes are fucking fantastic. I love how he gets in there with the camera and like you kind of feel like there's the one scene where like Matt Damon has like chainmail like wrapped around his hands and he just like bludgeons some dude in the face. I was like, yeah, like and when the duel was happening, it was like I remember there's a scene in Gladiator where Commodus is basically like bloodlusty, like just like and that's how I was. I was like on the edge of my seat just being like fucking kill him. Smash that fucking head in. So it was good. And it entered... So
0: were, would you, like, more put this, like, in line of... I know you said Gladiator, but then would it be, like, more like a Kingdom of Heaven
1: after? No, because Kingdom or of Heaven... Or Jane? No. No. I, I understand you're throwing out other Scott films. Uh... Maybe a Black Legend, maybe? Black Rain? Okay, are you done? Uh, no. And the reason I didn't use Kingdom of Heaven is because Kingdom of Heaven... Doesn't do the fighting as well as Gladiator, and it doesn't do the drama as well. And I know he didn't—he didn't direct Elizabeth, but like it's—it's it's really well done. And I've heard, and I'm gonna—I'm gonna sidebar in a sec here for a sec, because I heard there's actually a director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven that makes like a whole lot more sense. And my sidebar is, I got into a Twitter fight that Scott had to resolve with a bunch of fucking DC comic watching nerds that are still wanking off about four-hour-long fucking superhero movies. Guys, go the fuck outside, get some sunlight, fucking start watching real fucking cinema. Just because it's in fucking black and white doesn't make it fucking Schindler's List. So seriously, comic nerds, fuck off. Anyway, back to uh, back oh. to the last duel. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> seriously, those you know, fucking it, people.
0: It, all you could have said was, like... I'm gonna teach you I'm gonna teach you something quickly. Uh, a sidebar as well. It's called Sales One O One. All you had to say was if you want my thoughts on that movie, just go back and listen to our episode <laughs> of Justice. League.
1: Then they all, all right? go and like listen to it and, and then be like, man. Like
0: uh, why are they gonna go back and listen to it now when you just literally just did your
1: synapses in five seconds? This is true. This is true. This is true. Um, did you did you watch The Last Duel?
0: No, I was going to watch it uh, this weekend, but uh, I got super fucking busy because my daughter just turned 16, so we're we're planning her surprise party and shit. Um,
1: well, it won't be a surprise because she's going to listen to this podcast and be like, yo. It, it also happened yesterday, oh, okay. which
0: <laughs> was a week from when this this thing got released, so I think she knows now. But, uh, um, and, and she knows when her
1: birthday is, so she figures yeah. it's going to be roughly. What you do is you just throw a birthday party like three months away from her birthday. Be like, bam! Surprise!
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm. I'm actually gonna watch it tonight after after football. I'm gonna watch it because I am interested in it, and it is like I do like um, Rashomon films, mm-hmm. where you just see the point of view of each character. And I think if they presented this movie like that, I think it would have gotten more more clay as well right
1: so that's interesting you bring that up because i was talking to my friend michelle about this and i was like i don't understand like why you know more people didn't want to go out and see it and i'm going to talk about the quote about the millennials, things, but i'm talking like people my age and above and she's like because they didn't advertise it the way it actually is they basically made it like <clears throat> a me man too. man versus man to save woman and like if now that i've seen it i just like recently watched the trailer they kind of talk i mean the trailer looks really cool um but from a female standpoint like she was saying they're like they didn't put it up as like three versions of events it was sort of like man defends honor of woman she's like yeah i've seen that fucking story i don't need to go watch it again so you just like 50 percent of the population you just didn't really sell to you know what i mean
0: Well, I think even in the trailer, and I haven't watched the trailer since this thing came out, but Jane, um, oh, it's not Jane. Jody, oh,
1: Jody Cormier?
0: Yeah, Jody Cormier. Um, It makes her seem like she, you know, she invited fucking Driver in and, and Affleck, or not Affleck, Damon found out and he was like, well, you're lying and you know what happens when you lie. Now I'm going to die kind of thing, right? Well, it was just like,
1: and that's what, and that's what my friend Michelle said. She says it just very much felt like damsel in distress or man comes and saves honor of woman, and that's not the film. The film is like you said, it's it's three versions of events, and it's awesome to see like when you see it from like Matt Damon's, like Matt Damon is basically like the the hero in his own story, and then you see a different version, and then her version is supposed to also be like the truth. It's not just her version. They even say like the truth and so you see that like he's like kind of a fucking thug like he's a fucking like neanderthal and she's just kind of going along to get along you know she's like yeah that dude's like attractive but like i don't trust him and he's fucking keeps fucking hitting on me kind of thing yada 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 like her her version of events is much more like level and uh yeah, the both the like, both the two dudes are just again like the heroes in their own fucking story. But Matt Damon's more so than anything. Like he's like a war hero and he's like defending honor and it's just like and then to see the truth, you're just like fuck, Matt. Jesus, man, like you're not good at anything. Like you just like even like his sex scenes with her, he's just like. Ugh, uh, uh. <laughs> it was really well
0: done. So, So you said like what most of your Tinder Tinder people. Yeah, feel right yeah. after that's a hundred percent what they're thinking you're like, like is, scroll, is this over they're scrolling and, through your profile and you're like holy fuck this guy this guy looks amazing movie producer <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> podcaster actor podcaster actor
1: fuck nominated for shit and, and, and then, then, then in they real life there, nah they're like great. Ah, fuck. <laughs> uh so adam driver does a great job matt damon does i mean i really don't like ben affleck so i have trouble seeing his acting as being good but it's fine both him and matt damon worked on the screenplay um with uh nicole uh oh, i'm gonna f- fuck this name up nicole Hol sir um so it was really good that they brought in a fe- female screenwriter to work on the female character as well just so that that voice is more authentic and no, Kanye does you. a great job in her role as well
0: um in terms of driver Does he get nominated for this one or Gucci?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. I would say Gucci. Just because the acting is like, there's more transformation in Gucci. He's just playing basically like, like again, he's a solid actor. And this is the other thing too. It's like, just because I'm not suggesting that everybody gets an Oscar doesn't mean they did a bad job. But they're A-list actors. You would expect that they show up and are fucking competent. Um, I think his role in, because he's playing like a, a real person that was alive like recently, not some old-timey person, I think it was a, a tougher challenge. The or accent thing one. The accent thing might fuck it up, but his accent wasn't as bad as Lady Gaga's. Um, and I do actually just, that's actually a good segue into something I want to talk about. So here you have two Ridley Scott films. One takes place in France, one basically <laughs> takes place in Italy, and in the one that takes place in France, like, they aren't putting on fake French accents, they're basically just talking fairly normally, and so you don't get taken out of the story by Matt Damon trying to be like, hello, I am Matt Damon, and I am going to make the duel with you, like, no, they're just talking, like, normal, I mean, they make it kind of old-timey with the, like, uh, Wait, know, like before." Lofty.
0: before we start, before you continue, because I haven't seen it yet. But is there a scene where they have a glove and slap somebody's face with it?
1: The face is there. Is a glove, but it does not slap a face. Maybe a it slaps something. Bullshit. Yes, <laughs> but there is a glove, and it does but come is off.
0: It, is it Damon? Damon on driver or driver on david
1: I'm not going to tell like, you, man. I don't.
0: Th- 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 did they get broke back? <laughs> is that the, is that the twist ending? I can't. Uh,
1: I can't. I can't disclose any of that information. Um. But, yeah, like, and because he doesn't, like, and it's weird to think that, like, I don't know why when he went and did House of Gucci, he's like, hey, guys, have free range and have stupid fucking accents, like, like fake accents and some of them sounding almost like Russian. Um. So, yeah, I highly recommend The Last Duel, but this is, so, yeah, this is, this is what Scott said about, um, about millennials.
0: <clears throat> Wait, so now, c- confirm this isn't me saying it about
1: millennials <laughs> okay ridley scott because i
0: will say fuck millennials
1: okay so so this all so first off it's got an 85 from critics it's got an 81 from the audience but it was made for 100 million dollars and it's made like 31 million at the box office so hopefully it's making it back up on like streaming or whatever um so it doesn't do well at the box office and this is what scott had to say i think what it boils down to is What we've got today are the audience who are brought up on these fucking cell phones. The millennials, they don't want to be taught anything unless they're told it on a cell phone. Like, so he just basically blames young people for not wanting to go to his movie. I just don't think that this was the kind of movie we're still too, I mean, I I was going to say early into the pandemic, but like, we're still so into this pandemic that like, if it's not like a big, like must see in the theater movie, People are still not going to the fucking movie theater. So I think he just set them up. Well, self-public. I think
0: also um, to contradict what you're saying, because you're wrong. Um, I think in terms of going to the theaters, especially in the pandemic, you want to go for something that's uplifting. That's fucking going to make you feel better after, right? You don't want to go and technically watch,
1: you know, a rape
0: in the theaters.
1: So, whoa, whoa, whoa! you're telling me. Going to watch Dune is going to make you office gross, right? It's definitely not going to be West Side Story. (laughs) Sorry, Stephen. No, no, sorry.
0: No, but that movie West Side's going to get nominated a shit ton too, right?
1: Mm Hmm. Well, and that shows sometimes how like the Academy can be like way off base with like audience, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just how it is, right? So,
0: yeah, I think I think I think you're right. Driver will get Gucci but i think scott will get for the last duel
1: yep i I can see Um, him get a nomination i don't think he'll win but i think he'll get a nomination for sure
0: no no it's gonna be jane it's gonna be power of the dog
1: yeah i I think i i unfortunately i tend to agree with you that the power of the dog is gonna like sweep all the awards and it's gonna be another one of those movies you are like how the fuck did that win all those awards
0: yeah
1: best key grip in a supporting role
0: (laughs) (laughs) fucking jesse (laughs) plebitts
1: um yeah like i said i i highly recommend go see the last duel it's fine like you can watch it at home um if you had been able to watch it in the theater it would have been fine but like i said watching it at home is great i think it's already like six bucks or something like that like i didn't pay yeah, the 30, to rent so yeah to
0: rent it's like seven bucks that's why i have it queued up for today
1: yeah watch it man check it out uh i'm gonna tweet about it after scott watches it just to see like what his opinion is and stuff so uh Yeah, unless you got anything else or unless the producer has anything.
0: Just watch your all I gotta say is watch your fucking tweets because Daddy doesn't need to come in and save your day all
1: the time, (laughs) right? Like
0: sometimes just because you guys disagree doesn't mean you have to start fighting saying I'm right, you're wrong. Sometimes it's okay to just say let's agree to disagree.
1: Yeah, let's not do that. Anyway, that's (laughs) all for me. (laughs) Go watch the last duel. Watch the last 30 minutes of uh, The Power of the Dog. Because it's the power of the dog.
0: But you just did like a nice little Dirk Diggler there. Like, you got the power. No, you got the touch. Sing it. Sing it. You
1: got the touch.
0: And that is our wrap for the day. Please like and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends. If you want to get a hold of us, reach us at the com. I used to
1: have a shirt that said, I am Dirk Diggler, which is probably surprising to no one.
0: I was gonna say, and then everybody realized those false advertisement, and then just sent you. Uh, it went missing. Shouldn't you tell people what it says? Because it is an audio podcast as well.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, unless you're watching the picture uh, from the movie Rush, one of my favorite movies. I am wearing a red shirt with the emblazed with the logo of James Hunt that says "Sex Breakfast of Champions." That's it. That's all I got, man.
0: Hold on. I'm going to go get a silk shirt and I'm just going to start rubbing it on
1: my face. (laughs) (laughs) Production by Rod Shaver, Vader Monkey Productions.